Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got all of the bloke in a bar content coming this afternoon, so stay tuned for that. We've got the rapid review earlier this morning along with my Supercoach Giraffe review for round 17. A couple of cracking listens there for you. Now, the other day I posted in the Facebook group, the Rugby League Guru Podcast listeners page. If you haven't joined it already, go to Facebook, Rugby League Guru Podcast listening. We ticked over about a 1,000 people in that group the other day, which is very, very exciting. Great to see. And I posted there the other day, and I, I, I mentioned it podcast on it straight away. Didn't get around to it, but the hottest takes for the back end of 2022. Uh, got a couple of comments here from people that I'll read through and give my live reaction. I haven't read them yet, so I've got no idea what's coming our way. And it should be noted that these were posted on, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. So it was before round 17. I'm not sure if there's much that has really changed as far as the dynamics of the entire competition over round 17. But uh, there will be a couple of hot takes there that might have changed because of round 17. But we'll get stuck into them now. First one comes from Maddie. Q, one of our favourites, Matty Q. Marion Seve to grab his opportunity in the Storm Centres and cement a spot in the Storm 17 after Remus Smith has been ruled out. Uh, Mitch Williams said Smith is a level ahead, and Matty Q said absolutely is, but Smith is out for the season. Yeah, look, I uh, I understand where Matt's coming from. I think that Seve is a handy player. Uh, I don't think he's a great player, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think he's been overly impressive this year. He had that one game where he absolutely killed it. Outside of that, defensively, I've been really worried about him, and I think that if it wasn't for the injury to Will Warbrick, I think you would have seen him come in already, and I think that the longer this season goes, probably the closer they're getting to debuting Jack Howarth. I've been told that they're just keen to see him play against grown men, which will be in Queensland Cup over the next few weeks, and give him a bit more time, but personally... 
I wouldn't be surprised if Marion Seve drops out of this team at any point. But Matty Kiwi watches a lot of the Melbourne Storm games, absolutely loves his Melbourne Storm. So maybe I need to have a closer look at Marion Seve. But I haven't been overly convinced and defensively. Uh, I'm far from convinced on Marion Seve. And I really do think Remus Smith's going to be a big loss for them. Whilst Remus might not be an absolute superstar, defensively he's solid and he's consistent as all hell. And sometimes in a team of superstars, you just need your guys like that in your key positions to just do a job every week. Remus Smith was one of them. And I think despite Remus, as I said, not being a superstar, I think you realize what Remus Smith brings to the club more so when he's not there than when he is there. When you see the other guys coming into center, and in my opinion, really struggling with their edge defense, I think it stands out more just what Remus Smith does and what he brings and just the stability he brings defensively to that back line. All right, our next one comes from Jack Nolan. There's something brewing at the Roosters RE player movement. Uh, Nolo, one of my good mates, had a chat to him the other day. And, you know, obviously Angus Crichton, he, he said that he wants to stay there. Uh, whether he does or not remains to be seen. But you can obviously see the Roosters that maybe there is something happening here. They are sort of clear, clearing the deck a little bit with a few guys leaving and whatnot. Uh, you've obviously got Takiaho leaving the, 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 these sort of guys. So potentially the Roosters could be uh, about to launch for someone big in the market. There's a few question marks around what's going to happen with Luke Keary moving forward, Joey Martin moving into the six Cameron Munsters, going to be available soon. The Roosters wouldn't be the first time they've gone and snatched a big fish from down there at Melbourne, which they like they did with Cooper Cron a couple of years ago. So a little spot to watch there uh, to see what the Roosters are going to do over the next few months. Uh, I'm sure that they will have a big say in the player market. Brandon Smith already arriving there. Interesting to see what the Chooks think of how all this has played out with Brandon Smith. Not playing his best footy, getting into a little bit of trouble off the field. Uh, it's an interesting one to see how it goes. We're getting in trouble on the field and off the field, to be fair. And next one comes from Sam Kay. Not so much a hot take, but as a Panthers fan, I think we need a loss again before finals if we want to go back to back. I think we got a little bit complacent in 2020, and that let it show in the grand final, but a loss prior to finals, which will tighten us up or any issues we have and hopefully makes a straight run through the finals. Sam K, I don't mind this shout. I'm uh, I'm always of the camp that if you, are, if you are going unbelievably well, I don't mind a little loss before the finals just to straighten you back up, um, set you on the straight and narrow again, and, and just to challenge you again. I'm just going to have a look at the Panthers' draw uh, for the run home because at the moment, I'm looking around this competition. The way the Melbourne Storm are playing at the moment and their edge defense, I think the Panthers have picked them to part to, to pieces at the moment. Uh, and they were the team that I sort of think can, can compete with them. They've got the Tigers next week. Then they got the Sharks, the Eels, the Raiders, the Storm, the Rabbitohs, the Warriors, the Cowboys. So it's a pretty tough run home. I mean, you look at, I mean, Sharks, Parramatta, Melbourne, Bunnies, Cowboys, I mean, they are five of the top eight teams at the moment. Uh, the Canberra Raiders, I think that they're playing top eight footy at the moment, despite not being in the top eight. So it is going to be a pretty tough run for the Penrith Panthers. And look, I'm expecting them to drop one of those games. Um, I mean, the game up at North Queensland in round 25, that could be an interesting one. They, they might rest guys there. I wouldn't be surprised if they rest guys there and don't bother um, going up to Townsville for that one. I think there's a really good chance that they potentially play the Cowboys round one of the final. I think there's a chance the Cowboys could finish fourth. Uh, they'll probably be second or third, to be fair. I think as long as this Panther side has the 
week one home game wrapped up, I think they will sort of start to rest, guys. And, yeah, look, oh, I think they'll drop one of these games. I don't know if it's the Sharks, Parramatta. Parramatta one's probably the danger game, knowing what the Parramatta Eels are like. It's at Combank Stadium as well. Uh, if Parramatta can beat the Panthers in that one, I think it'll put a, a lot of the question marks about Parramatta to rest to some extent. For me, I won't, to be honest with you, because I want to see them do it in finals. Uh, but, yeah, mate, I, I can see I can see the Panthers losing a game before then, and I think it could be a real positive for them. I think that Raiders game at GIO could be an interesting one as well. Uh, in August, 5.30pm, it's going to be cold down there at Canberra. Uh, so that'll be a test for them as well. And then, of course, the Melbourne Storm, they come to Bluebet Stadium. They will have Cam Munster. They'll have Harry Grant. They'll have the entire band back together. That will be an absolute cracker. And then you've got to take on Latrell and, and the Bunnies, who are going to be fighting for a top eight spot the week after that. So it's a lot of tough games in a row. I wouldn't be surprised to see Panthers drop one or two of these along the line, and I don't think it'll be a negative for them. If anything, I think it could be a positive as well. It's good shit out there. Uh, from Jamie Rosewern, Cobo moved to the centres with Walsh at fullback. Uh, there's a couple of comments under this one. Mitch Williams says, who misses out then? Jamie says, Herbie to the wing. And Mitch says, so just swap Herbie and Cobo. He says, yeah, most legal next year. Uh, Stakes, yeah. All right, so uh, he's suggesting to move Cobo into the centres to play Walsh at fullback. I don't mind it, but... I mean, you've got Herbie, you've got Katoni. I don't know why he'd move them. I think Selwyn's played great footy out on the sting. We saw him play centre last year. I thought he was impressive, but I didn't think he was great. I think he's been much better on the wing, and I wouldn't be breaking up that combination of Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo. I think they've been too good. You could move Herbie out to the wing, and I think I understand... What Jamie is suggesting here, I would assume it's got something to do with Herbie Farmworth just seemingly never passing the ball, so he might be better on the wing. Probably his strongest asset is his running game, so getting him on the kick returns would be unreal as well. So I think I understand where Jamie is going with this, but personally, I just think Cobo has been so good out on the sting that I would leave him there for now. I think it's probably his better position over centre, to be honest with you, and I think that Katoni and Herbie have done such a good job in the centres this year that I would probably leave them there. Defensively, they've been good. Uh, I feel like you're sort of tweaking this for the sake of tweaking it. You've also got Corey Oates, who has been out in the wing, who's been sensational. Um, you've also got guys like Jordan Pierre that are, and, you know, Deloise Hoyter showed himself on the weekend, be very talented. So I understand what you're saying here, mate, and I, and I think it's got a lot to do with the way that Herbie plays and the way that he just simply doesn't pass the football. Uh, but for me personally, I think I would leave it as it is. I would leave him out on the wing. All right, Mitch Williams has got a few for us here. Let's have a look. Number one. Roosters made the big decisions to swing the axe and shop Kira around to, to other teams after seeing Joey Manu perform in the one and and the and six, and the Roosters missed the eight barely. Yeah, so Mitch reckons that the Roosters, there's a good chance that they could uh, release Luke Kira. I did say it before. I don't think it's, it's an impossible thing. I think it's unlikely. But I could see it happening, to be honest with you. They are pretty cutthroat with a guy like Cam Munster available. Uh, they might make a really hard decision on Luke Kiry. I probably doubt it, though, to be honest with you. I think Luke Kiry is one of the premier ball players in our game. But uh, with the head knocks and everything, it is a serious worry. There's no doubting that. Uh, the Roosters missed the eight barely. Yeah, I'm undecided whether the Chooks make or miss the eight. They're obviously uh, they're going to have to win a lot of games on the run home. They've been unlucky the last few weeks, I think. Uh, but... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I mean, the Dragons losing the other day does help, but you've still got the Dragons who are one win ahead of the Sydney Roosters. Having the bye will be massive for the Chooks. They can now just launch an onslaught in the back end of the season to try and get on top of the Dragons and the Seagulls. I will say this, the Roosters, they do have a better form against them, both the Dragons and the Seagulls. A lot better than the Dragons, about 100 points and about 20 better than the Manly Seagulls. So the Roosters actually play the Dragons next week. Uh, This is a must-win game for both these clubs, so it's going to be very interesting. Uh, number two from Mitch Williams, the origin committee sits down and makes big decisions about eligibility, which could have a massive effect either just before or after the world cup. I probably doubt they will, to be honest with you, mate. I think they'll sort of put their head in the sand and just let it play out the way it is at the moment, which is in very rugby league fashion. But yeah, I'd like to see them all sit down and work out how this is going to work for the future. Cause at the moment, um, it, it's a bit of a circus realistically. Number three, Pappy wins the Dalian medal and joins an elite group of players who have won the medal, but somehow never got a rep jersey in the same year. Yeah. I, I think Pappy, be a good shout. Obviously, last week he would have collected some points. This week, round 17, I don't think he would have collected any. Uh, and it's going to depend on the Melbourne Storm's form. At the moment, they are really struggling. Hopefully, when Munster and Grant return, uh, it'll have a positive impact on Pappy. I definitely think he's a guy that could win the Dalian medal. He was on an incredible amount of points when he got injured. He gave a lot of guys a bit of a head start, but... Uh, and those guys have done well. Your Nico Hines, your Ben Hunts, these sort of guys, your Isaiah Yos. But I'm not sure if any of them would have like put together this lead that'll just be unbelievable. Uh, but it is crazy. It's round 18. I mean, there's only seven games left in the regular season. So if Pappy can land, he's probably going to have to land minimum three to four, I would say, man of the match awards on the run home, which, you know, Melbourne Storm, they can definitely win that many games. And Ryan Pappenhausen, he can definitely have that impact. So I don't mind this shout. I think that he might just miss it, uh, but we know what Puppy can do. We know how good he is for the Melbourne Storm, so he could do it, mate. I don't mind that chat. And if he does, I don't think anyone will be overly shocked, but it is a bit of a hot take now, so I like it. Number four, Munster leaves the Storm in Melbourne, throw the bag at Burton, Drinkwater, Manu, or Kiri. Yeah, I, I think Cam Munster will leave the Melbourne Storm. I don't know if it'll be next year or the year after, but I definitely think he will leave the Melbourne Storm. I think he will either be at the Brisbane Broncos or at the Dolphins within two years' time. Um, and yeah, they, they could throw the... Well, I mean, they could he, he, he could end up at the Sydney Roosters as well. We can't rule the Chooks out. And if he does, I think there's a real chance he could see Akiri or Amanu land at the Melbourne Storm. Burden's a really good shout. He obviously said that he's not going to re-sign just yet with Canterbury, so there could be an opportunity for him to go to Melbourne and fuck... Wouldn't they absolutely terrorise this competition if they put a Matty Burton into this side? Drinkwater's interesting. He has played in the Melbourne Storm system previously. Uh, he would have to play 5-8, which I'm not sure if he would ideally want to. Um, I think a uh, fullback is probably his better position. But to go down to that Melbourne Storm system could be anything for Scotty Drinkwater once again. But... I mean, his team's going really well. They're a top four side. They're on top of the the, the Melbourne Storm uh, after they had a bye as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if Scotty would leave. I, I think he's enjoying himself in North Queens. I think they're building something pretty special there at the moment. So, interesting times. Like, crazy to think a guy, you know, obviously at the Cowboys, they're not probably a better franchise. Well, they're, they're definitely not a better franchise than the Melbourne Storm, but they're probably doing as well, if not better than them at the moment. He's able to play his key position He'll probably get more money at the Cowboys, or does he take a little bit less to maybe go to the Melbourne Storm? But, 
I mean, could you say he's more of a premiership threat at the Storm over the Cowboys as it stands right now? As crazy as that sounds, I'm not sure if he is. Uh, so an interesting one there, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Melbourne Storm grab one of those guys. Another one, Melbourne signed an established big name to the club for the first time since I can remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they obviously signed Xavier Coates last year. I don't know whether you would call him like an out-and-out star, uh, but he was obviously an origin player. They've got Tariq Sims, who also an origin player, but I don't know if you call him an out-and-out star. So it could be the first time they go looking for a big, big fish, and it could be a Luke Keery. It could be a Matty Burton. I think those two hot takes sort of roll into each other, and I can see it happening as well. All right, number six, not as hot, but the Titans don't win another game but hold on to Holbrook until the end of the season. He gets replaced in the offseason, and we see a major shake-up of the spine with one of the young, promising spine players shipped out to make room for Foz. I don't think the Titans will win too many games on the run home. I think they can maybe get one or two at best. Uh, I don't think they'll win many more games than that. Unfortunately, it's been tough to watch with the Titans, but this is what happens when you have such a young squad. So they go the Broncos, Bulldogs, Raiders, Melbourne, Manly, Dragons, Knights, Warriors. They played the Warriors in the last week. I reckon that's probably their best hope at a win. Uh, it is over at Mount Smart Stadium. It will be the Warriors' last game of the season over there, so that's going to be a fucking tough gig, realistically. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans do not win another game this season, unfortunately. I hope they do, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they don't. I hope they hold on to Holbrook. I mean, if you're going to sack him in the preseason, just fucking sack him now. Just get it over and done with. Uh, but I, I don't think they should. I think they should give him another season with this young squad that they trusted him with. It was always going to take time. It was never going to be an overnight thing. I don't think anyone's shocked by that in the slider. So I don't mind this one by Mitch. He said it's not as hot, um, but I think it is a reasonably hot take because... I, like for the Titans not to win another game on the way home, I, I think that's reasonably spicy just when you consider the NRL. And yes, they got a tough run, but teams can show up on, on any given week. And the Titans are talented. There's no doubting that. Like you would hope in the next eight weeks, they're able to get up for at least one of these games. But oh, I, I don't mind that one. Uh, the whole book run, there's been rumors going left, right and center about him getting sacked. He was meant to get sacked a week ago in 24 hours. Didn't happen. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few weeks because normally where there is smoke, there tends to be fire in rugby league. Uh, and then you've got Kieran Foran as well arriving next year. So I think that will give Holbrook another season with an experienced half. I think if they get eight to ten weeks into the next season and they're still going like a busted and the addition of an experienced ball player hasn't helped, then maybe the writing will be on the wall for him. All right, Para win four games in a row in September and take prelim. Um, yeah, I mean, Andrew, a good shout there. Parramatta, they could win. I mean, if, if if you win four games at the back end of the season, you win the premiership, obviously. I think Parramatta will finish... Where are they now? Oh, I think they'll probably finish fifth. I'm not sure if they'll get into the top four realistically. Uh, I mean, in saying that, they are only one win away from it. The Broncos on 22. The Sharks are on 24. Parramatta's on 22 as well. They're six at the moment. So I think they are a team that could push into the top four without a doubt. But I'm just not sure if they're consistent enough to win enough games at the back end. They play the Warriors um, next week. That should be a win for them. The Broncos play the Titans, though. That should be a win for them. Um, so they probably won't make too much ground next week. If anything, they'll probably even up with the Sharks, who I think will probably lose to the Cowboys next week. So you're going to be left then with six weeks to go, and, and they're going to somehow have to get in front of the Broncos and the Sharks uh, to play top four footy. And I guess the Melbourne Storm, who are on the same points as the Sharks, but I think they'll be there realistically. So yeah, Parramatta, I think they finished fifth, which means you have to win four games in a row to win the competition. And I just don't think consistency-wise they can win that many games in a row against tops 
sides, unfortunately. I think they've got it in them, but I just can't see it at the moment based on how they've played this season. Guys, that is all of the hot takes sent in by you guys on the Rugby League Guru Podcast listeners page. Make sure you jump on Facebook. Go and join that page. We'll try and do more and more of this stuff as the season goes. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, post it in that group, uh, and I'll have a look at it and have a look at uh, how I'd respond to it on the podcast here or on the page in general. So make sure you join that Facebook Rugby League Guru podcast listeners and I'll keep having a look at that to see if there's anything you guys want me to talk about. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 